The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents and MKFM. Just gone 7 o'clock on your Sunday evening. Hello, it's Leah with you for another Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Tonight we're joined by Kat Newman from Yes Youth Counselling Service and John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support talking all about bullying. And we continue with MK's biggest hits like this from Rihanna and Calvin Harris. The MK Mental Health Hour in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents. Rihanna, Calvin Harris, we found love on MKFM. Good evening, it's Leah with you for another Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Uh, this evening we're going to be discussing bullying with a very special guest. But before we meet Kat from Yes, uh, let's say a big hello to John Manning. Hello, John. Hello, Lovely to have you with us as always. So you are John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support here in Milton Keynes. Yes. Uh, you join us every Sunday from 7 o'clock and we discuss uh, a variety of topics all to do with mental health and provide a bit of a safe space so tonight we're talking about bullying yes um, in many different forms and uh, how parents can kind of help with children and kind of action plans and all of that kind of stuff uh, but before we get into that what's been going on with Arthur Ellis and, and you you've been at Cambridge haven't you yeah yeah so I went to do a talk at Cambridge Union um, which was really surreal not necessarily my typical little scene um, what were you doing there yeah, I was doing a talk. So Arthur Ellis is basically our initiative is to make the nation uh, or help the nation become independent from illness. So teaching strategies and tools to actually overcome ill mental health. Um, and, and we do that with businesses through our training. And we, we're looking to actually build a free emotional support service for children based off of all of these different um, corporate pieces of work that we do, uh, as well as supporting adults. So we're kind of building a variety of different business services all to underpin funding a, a children's service. So went to talk about that, and it was twenty minutes um, talking, uh, That's and quite about a long time seven to hours of sweating. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so nerve wracking. <laughs> so, but it was great. And and the first thing that they do just to settle your nerves down is give you a book to sign. All the speakers have to sign a book, and signed a book and Gandhi signed it once <gasps> and it was like this nuts oh book goodness. it was incredible so well now John Manning is in that book yeah so other people should be nervous I think when Bill they talk Gates there. signed it about four weeks ago wow. Stephen Fry's been there Russell Brand so in it was company, quite an honor then. but yeah it was kind of um a little bit I was just so ashamed of my writing that was, oh. <laughs> that was such bad handwriting but and all is amazing. going all is going well at Arthur Ellis and there's of course mm. been fantastic feedback from from this show yeah, so we've been getting uh, referrals week on week from adults. So every adult we support, the, um, the, the, the each session that they pay for, um, it pays for a child to get support. So it's not necessarily just that they're helping themselves, they're also able to help someone else. We've had four people start in the company as well, which has been wow. amazing. And it's all about Christmas now. So we, we sell bracelets, which also pay for a child's session. And they're made by Ed Sheeran's mum, Imogen. So um, we're just figuring out how to get people to consider them as gifts and well maybe a buy perfect someone. time isn't it's it a perfect F- first of december today and and perfect yeah. gift for people starting their their christmas shopping Absolutely. and of course going to a fantastic local cause as well a mental health bracelet made by a cheerin's mum what could go wrong what can go wrong with that yeah brilliant uh well this evening we're going to be discussing bullying and uh joining us in the studio we have kat from yes youth counseling service uh so welcome to the show kat thank you for having me lovely to have you with us so if people haven't heard about yes before um can you give 
give us a bit of an insight into the work that you do in Milton Keynes? Yeah, absolutely. So Yes Youth Counselling Service provides free counselling to 11 to 21 year olds who live, work or learn in Milton Keynes. Um, young people can refer themselves, parents um, or teachers or other professionals can refer them. It's quite easy via our website. If you Google Yes Youth Counselling Service, we come straight up. Fantastic. And, and you work in Milton Keynes. Um, I'm noticing that it's YIS Youth Counselling Service. What What's the I stand for in the middle? Yeah, so the charity has been around since the 1970s and existed in different forms. It used to be part of the council and it provided kind of support and information and advice. Um, over the years, it's gone into more of a counselling service. So we've tried to keep the history whilst also kind of recognising what we do now. And there we have YIS Youth Counselling Service. Right, OK. And it's been going, obviously, a very long time. You're talking back to the 90s. 1970s um, and some great work that you do I suppose bullying is is something that you see quite frequently yeah absolutely it's something that a lot of our young people who come to use the service um, struggle with um, and it's something that we're excited to talk about today okay well we're going to be looking into the kind of various forms of bullying and and the various levels uh, that it can uh, it can kind of come about after we hear from black eyed peas now this is where is the love on mkfm Black Eyed Peas, where is the love on MKFM? It is the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour for your Sunday evening. Joined as always by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Kat Newman from Yes Youth Counselling Service. And this evening we're talking all about bullying. And before we kind of go into further details about warning signs and, and kind of different levels, I guess we should kind of address what is bullying, John? What is bullying? What is bullying? Bullying is essentially, and and for the nature or the, the purposes of this, we should probably call the person being bullied the victim and just kind of refer to them as that throughout the show, just yep. for clarity. But it's essentially where a victim of bullying is in the re- is receiving unwanted um, harm to them in any sort of form. So that could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be psychological, um, kind of impact to their day-to-day life from somebody else so that's kind of a very yeah it's <laughs> so it's not, not not too real life view of it I, I suppose in relation to actually what might be happening to the victim cat there's probably a few things that it would start as and maybe ramp up it's not necessarily just someone getting punched in the face once yeah it could be a variety of different forms yeah i've been reading a lot about it uh, recently as we've seen more and more young people who are experiencing bullying and has that been the trend in milton Keynes? you um, see more and more yeah i think it's we i think we've seen more cases recently but i don't know i can't really comment on whether that's something that we've seen over years or months but it's definitely something that i have noticed more recently and i think that it's about um, a consistent pattern of behaviour with an intended effect on the victim um, that is what is seen as bullying and i think that a lot of the literature tries to encourage people not to discuss um, kind of occasional rude or mean incidents as bullying because whilst they're terrible and they do have an impact on individuals, the um, the corrosive long-term impact of a pattern of incidents on a victim is a lot more um, damaging um, and we don't want to kind of lessen the impact of the name and the word of bullying because it can be a life-threatening uh and then it's not a one-off thing it's similar to in adult life you know if we just are having a bad day we mm. might snap at someone yeah which is 
you know, it's, you wouldn't necessarily call that bullying um, as such. No. It's a one-off incident because you're having a rough day. Um, you might then, a week later or so, go and apologise to that person. So by calling every incident of, you know, behaving a, a little mean. bit mean to someone, yeah. good word, yeah, mean to someone, to call that bullying every single time, like I said, it would just belittle the word. Yeah. Um, and to kind of downplay it, where bullying is quite a lot more than that, really. Yeah, and it can have really significant long-term impacts on the victims um, in terms of kind of psychologically and emotionally. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've seen quite a lot of things on TV even about people mm. meeting their their childhood bully ad- bully as an adult and how impactful and, and life-changing it's been to kind of being able to forgive that. So, And, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's important that y- I mean, you're from the Youth Counselling Service here in Milton Keynes but uh, bullying continues into adult life in workplaces and in lots of different guises yeah absolutely I completely agree with that I think it can have uh, lifelong life-changing effects Mm. um, and it should be taken really seriously especially if we are looking at young people and in our training quite a bit we we focus on what different experiences mean to us and how we develop different beliefs and the way that we respond to situations so if as young people we're constantly kind of in that we've got our guard up and we're in that kind of um we're being bullied or we're being threatened kind of situation then we build up behaviors to protect against that and that might subject us to missing out on opportunities in later life or dealing with situations in a maybe unhelpful way later on so when we get into adulthood and we're still experiencing that that's where you can see different psychological issues coming up like depression Mm. anxiety that sort of thing well it is a really really important topic that we will continue to discuss and actually next we're going to be talking about the warning signs to be looking out for uh, after we hear from shapeshifters lola's theme which is on the way for you next the mk mental health hour with arthur ellis mental health support Big tune that from Shapeshifters. It's Lola's theme on MKFM. It's 25 minutes past seven on your Sunday evening uh, with Leah on the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. And we're joined by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Kat from YIS Youth Counselling Service here in Milton Keynes. Tonight we're discussing bullying. Uh, we've already kind of gone through what is bullying and kind of the various forms that it can it can kind of come about. Um, now we're going to be looking at the warning signs. And there are certain things that you can look out for, aren't there, John? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and with um, with bullying, there was a, a report done um, back in 2018. So there's not like a real up to date figures one, but around one in six young people reported being bullied. Right. But that's reported. It's not necessarily the ones that are going through it and not exact and not, not sort of telling anybody um, or no one's like picking up on these early warning signs that they could be. Um, because it might be that the young people don't have anyone to speak to about it. Mm. So it's really important to know these signs. And there are so, there are certain things that we can look out for or maybe pick up on or look at differently rather than just assuming that they're being quiet for a period of time or, or something like that. And I suppose these are relevant if you are a parent, if you are a, a, a colleague, if you're a friend. I mean, teachers, it's kind of teachers yeah. for, for everybody, really, that this is very relatable. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So these are all warning signs that we can all be looking out for. Yeah, so there's a variety of them. And I think we start kind of with withdrawal. Yeah. I don't know if, Kat, you see that with some, typically the young people who would come to your service might be quite withdrawn, quiet, not really that open 
yeah. and a bit defensive. Absolutely. I think it's a significant change in their character. And obviously each yeah. individual is different. So it might look different on each person. So some people might be very loud and outgoing all of a sudden as opposed to being withdrawn. But I think withdrawn is quite a good example mm. of somebody who is not feeling like they can be themselves in, in different spaces. And it's those kind of changes that are probably quite important because we... Um, when we work with adults, we sort of say that if, if you're looking to identify someone who's going through a rough patch or they're just not quite themselves, then it's changes in character. If people are just typically irritable and angry, I know a few of them, they're just like that in general, which is, which is fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if that's their normal character, mm. if they're outgoing and quite loud and brash, then that's just them. But it's the changes that you're looking for. Yeah. So withdrawal is one of them. If they go quiet or like the reverse, as you say, they could go from being quiet to kind of overcompensating and being quite bubbly and brash all of a sudden yeah but then there's some other things um around eating and stuff as well yeah changes in kind of eating habits so either eating too much uh, not eating enough not eating at all again very dependent on the individual um i would normally try to look at what their their normal habits are and then whether there's been any significant changes it's very similar to what you just said some young people don't eat a huge amount anyway some yeah. eat quite a lot so it would depend on them individually and what what's normal for them yeah and just avoiding situations as well where there could be food around because if that's the source of the bullying and they're being bullying uh, bullied for something related to body image or anything like that then they might start bringing themselves out of situations where there's going to be food involved absolutely and i think people often think about people who are bullied because they're fat but there's quite a lot of people who are bullied mm. because they're underweight or they're yeah, skinny yeah. or scrawny mm. and i think um particularly boys and men are getting more and more issues around body image um, and having to appear like some kind of avenger superhero <laughs> yeah. um, and i think it's a real it's a real growing issue yeah it is i, I know that um i've got friends uh, who sort of beat themselves up quite a lot about i don't think anyone beats them up for it there's the odd comment now and then but then again it's that differentiating between what is sort of a bit of banter and what is bullying yeah really. and but they struggle to put on weight like they're just really they're just naturally very very well, everybody's skinny people different aren't they yeah exactly it's it's um it's so it's just identifying those significant changes um one of them could also be the the physical side that could actually be bruises <clears> and things like that yeah so yeah, that's yeah, they could something be. to look out for. And, and things that don't have an explanation. So if, I don't, I don't know if, if kids still go to parks, I guess. I don't know if they yeah. do anymore or just sit on their <laughs> PlayStations or something. <laughs> but, um, but if there are little injuries that don't really have an explanation to them or bruises that just show up out of nowhere, yeah, that could be yeah. something going on there. Yeah, burn marks, all sorts yeah. of different things. And it could get quite quite horrible yeah, could suppose, be quite bad so um, yeah and if they're not willing to talk about it or they're not willing to describe how that injury happened or how it came about or why they're missing a certain item mm. that they normally always have um i think that's a really good indicator that something is not is not right for them yeah so unexplained things uh, like injuries but also unexplained like where is your phone gone where's mm. where's your books you know all of that sort of stuff might just start miraculously disappearing 
So lots of things that we can kind of be on the lookout for. Uh, we're going to be chatting about what to do and how, how you can support somebody if all of this sounds quite familiar after Nico and Vince. This is Am I Wrong on MKFM. Nico and Vince, Am I Wrong on MKFM. So this is the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Tonight we're discussing bullying. And Kat, uh, we've just heard about the signs to kind of look out for. Um, and if that all sounds quite familiar, if you're a parent, if you're a teacher, if a co-worker is going through something like this, um, then we're going to talk about what you can do to support somebody if you notice those signs um, and you're saying kind of first and foremost is actually to take notice and listen yeah absolutely I think the most important thing is that when a young person has built up the courage to tell you something that is really difficult and hard for them to say that you don't minimize it or you don't just kind of flippantly push it away because you don't know how to deal with it it's really important that a young person feels um, listened to that they feel heard and that you and that you explain and acknowledge that it is painful and it is difficult for them and you are going to support them and you're going to help them to find a solution um, to to make it better ultimately. I think with that as well we, we underestimate listening and I think mm. sometimes we can think that we're listening while we're making the dinner or, or making a cup of tea or something but really to put all that down and then give full attention to what that person is saying can make the difference sometimes about how open they're going to be about something or how engaged they're going to be with that discussion if you're kind of pottering around the kitchen or you're you know watching tv or on your phone and someone's trying to open up to you it can be really difficult for them to do that fluidly and, and do it quite um i suppose with a lot of trust because they're going to be really vulnerable at yeah. that point so just putting all of that stuff down and really focusing your attention on that person that is reaching out to you is probably super important to make sure that you're doing yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of young people who come for counselling at Youth, Youth Counselling Service, one of the things that they're most grateful for is that they get that chance to just sit and listen um, and talk and have someone listen to them and their feelings and to validate that and to kind of bear witness to it. And it is so important. It's important for children and young people, but it's also important for adults. It's important for all ages for us to feel that we're seen, we're heard, we're supported, what we feel matters. Mm. Um, um, and that, you know, we've got control and choice over different options over what to do next. And if people feel like they are struggling to talk about something, you can encourage them to do other things like drawing mm. or more creative things as well. Yeah, drawing. Like if, if, if anyone spots these signs that we've, we've discussed, then um, drawing is a, a really good way to draw out a scene, like what happened. And then you can explore it afterwards or just writing down um sort of like a statement i suppose of what went on and also kat you mentioned about sand pits and stuff and yeah. using different toys to show things so <laughs> yeah. that was really cool that so um in play therapy uh what a lot of um counselors will use is they'll use different toys or um different kind of um you know it could be play-doh or sand or something else and it's just a different way to try to get young people to um describe the scene without having to use words particularly if um, children are very young they find it really difficult to kind of explain mm. their emotions and kind of what's happening so um working with toys or art or um, journaling or writing letters or whatever that might look like some young people might need to do it in a different format than sitting down directly looking you in the eye which is such a brave thing to do and should be recognized yeah. for that 
definitely and so you've you've listened to them what's the next stage do you take action do you reassure them that the time is going to pass what's kind of the next part of the process I think um, it's really important to ask them what they think, um, what they would like next um, in terms of action, because obviously each situation will be unique and different. And I think that there'll be common fears such as um, I'm worried if you do something about it, it will make it worse um, or um you know i don't know whether people will take it seriously mm. i think sometimes parents are worried that the, that it's not enough for the school or that they won't they they don't know who to speak to about it or what it will look like but i think it's important that um you kind of come up with an action plan with your young person or with your student or your child or whatever it is as to kind of what you're going to do in terms of next steps and that you do do those and I think it's also important that when young people say that they don't want any action taken we do have a duty of care as adults to make sure that all of our children are safe from harm we all have the right to feel safe at all times and it's really important that we we all behave in a way that echoes that and models that for our young people Exactly. Well, some really good advice there. Uh, We're going to be discussing about how you can support yourself uh, with bullying after Mojo. Lady, place for you next. The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. We are loving that here in the studio this evening. Mojo and Lady Himmy tonight on the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Uh, tonight we're discussing bullying with John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Kat Newman from Yis Youth Counselling Service. Uh, we're talking about what bullying is and the warning signs and how to support somebody uh, if you do notice those warning signs. Now we're going to look at how you can support yourself. Uh, so what are the first kind of things to look at, John? Yeah, well, the main thing to know is that if you start recognising or you have an inkling that you might be being bullied or if it's completely obvious that you're being bullied is to know that it's it's not all right it's not, not acceptable nor, yeah it's not normal and things can change and they will change um there are after you've been able to speak to someone whether that is an adult whether it is a colleague or anyone else within sort of your support network that can help you put a plan in place from the link before um there are then some things that you can do to start getting the ball rolling on protecting yourself, making yourself feel a little bit safer uh, while that plan kicks in and you sort of start working towards getting away from this this bullying, um, victimised behaviour. And one of your kind of sayings, Kat, is to feel your feelings. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what a lot of human beings do is try to um, not feel their feelings. They will eat their feelings or they (laughs) will uh, punch a wall or they will do different things. And I think sometimes it is just sitting quietly and letting yourself feel your feelings. Um, And something that is really helpful um, with that is to just sit and try to just name them. And that's quite a nice way for you to start to kind of engage with your feelings. And a lot of us um, in our society particularly particularly in, in in england about you know stiff upper lip yeah. and all of that kind of thing we're kind I of don't taught, have feelings what yeah, are they yeah, yeah to hide it and suppress it and actually that's really damaging and then we might then do have behaviors that we don't want ourselves so yeah feel your feelings sit with it cry if you need to punch a pillow or do something healthy to release your anger and your rage um i like to go to the arcades and shoot things so it depends <laughs> on what you're into but there's there are healthy positive ways to feel your feelings and it it really does make a difference yeah and if we if we start seeing ourselves turning towards more of those unhealthy things and 
responding in an angry way more often or turning to more food or drink or anything like that then that's when we need to kind of intervene with ourselves and feeling our feelings can really help us figure out okay if my feelings that i tend to go to are more anger led um then i have you know you can build up a plan around what you can do yourself individually to control that like going to an arcade and Zombies and, dinosaurs. zombies and dinosaurs zombies and dinosaurs, um, or Shoot boxing. Some a lot of people do running they think find that really helps with kind of anger and rage and uh, and if you're feeling victimized and you feel that you haven't got any power and you've lost control in, in a situation then it would be normal for you to feel angry about that and for you to um, feel that you want some support yeah because it's also about how you start responding to because because bullying after you've had this conversation unfortunately it might not just come to an end immediately mm. there might be a little bit of a runoff or it might continue for some time so there are ways in which you can change or address the way that you're responding to the bully um so this could so be directly when the bullying is yeah. happening how yeah, do you yeah. respond to that yeah because obviously if you are feeling particularly angry or you're feeling isolated or alone you might respond in quite an emotional way mm. but if you can address the way that you're responding and, and kind of downplay what they're saying to you and maybe shrug it off it's going to be really difficult to ignore it but it's so key because we we said in the break as well cat that bullies are doing it for a reason they're trying to gain control over a situation yeah and so as soon as you take that away yeah as soon as you take that away then it could be yeah, they lose interest yeah. and it can be quite quickly. So you might find after you've told somebody about it that it then escalates because they're trying to get back that control which they've lost. But ultimately, you know, over time, if you consistently act in a way which demonstrates that you no longer um, are willing to give away any power to them and you are not interested in in kind of responding in the way that you previously did, they will get bored and they mm. will um, mm. find a different way to outlet that yeah. with somebody else potentially unfortunately but maybe in a different way yeah so tune into what you're feeling address any negative feelings that you might be having with different hobbies or shooting zombies or anything like that yeah figure out how you're replying to the the bullying acts and then while that plan in the background is kicking in this should get the ball rolling on on solving this situation but it's not okay shouldn't be treated in that way at all and if you can keep reminding yourself that that is um that it's not normal you do deserve better then you can start getting out of that situation some really really useful tips that have been shared this evening from you guys thank you so much uh, we're going to do a bit of a summary of some of the top tips um after we hear from david getter and usher this is without you on mkfm David Guetta and Usher without you on MKFM. So this Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour will be discussing bullying with John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Kat Newman uh, from Yes Youth Counselling Service. So many helpful tips. Um, so we're going to do a quick, very quick summary of what we've kind of run through this evening, John. Yeah, absolutely. Well, some of the most important things to do is spot the signs. And if you are going to uh, approach someone, ask them how they're doing, if, if you think there might be bullying going on, to actually listen to them. So stop what you're doing, give your attention to that person. Um, to support that person moving forward or set up a plan, then it's understanding what the actual victim wants to do. So what is uh, what are, in an ideal world do they want to happen? And, and some other additional things that could be helpful, especially in relation to safeguarding, could be to limit the internet access if right. it's a child. Um, so actually, what are they 
being uh, what are they seeing what are they gaining access to and if there is any physical harm then it's definitely worth getting it checked out by a doctor from an individual's point of view um to while that plan's getting in place and building up some momentum um to help yourself feel a bit more safe just understand that it isn't okay um it's not normal it shouldn't be happening and you can begin to um reach out to either the person that you've already set the plan up with uh, just keep them informed on what's going on you could also go to the wonderful people at yes youth counseling service or come to arthur ellis and you can speak to us about it um teachers work colleagues anything like that feel your feelings make sure that you know how you're feeling and all of those negative feelings have little action plans for them so if you're feeling angry what am i going to do to help that so in a way that you're able to be in a bit more control of how you're feeling and respond in a way to the bully that is going to essentially ignore them mm-hmm. belittle them a little bit uh, or not necessarily belittle them but make sure that their actions aren't having as much of an impact on you and if you can ignore them or respond that is um, downplaying the abuse that you're getting then you're able to uh, basically defuel their fire and they will get bored and they will stop and then you're able to move forward and become a much better stronger person because of it and as always all of these tips are in a very helpful digestible guide over on your website so if people want to either get in contact with you or check out that guide your website is yes yeah, so head over to arthur ellis mhs.com and the, there's guy there's a guide on bullying but a variety of other guides on there to uh, to just freely download and cat there are there is so much support out there if people are going through bullying themselves or can recognize it elsewhere uh, there are various charities but if people want to come to yes youth counseling services here in milton Keynes, your website please yep it's mkyes.org.uk fantastic thank you so much for joining us this evening um and john do you know off the top of your head what we're talking about next week it's all about self-care next week oh lovely yeah, a nice self-care. hot bath that's what we like yeah hopefully we'll get into a bit more depth than that but Brilliant. yeah <laughs> definitely have a bath that's nice well join <laughs> us at seven o'clock next sunday for another milton Keynes mental health hour The MK Mental Health Hour, in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents.